0: How much of your career is running to stay in the same spot? Written by Scott Young, February 2018 In Lewis Carroll's novella, Through the Looking Glass, there's a quirky little dialogue between Alice and the Red Queen Well, in our country, said Alice, still panting a little, you generally get somewhere else if you run very fast for a long time as we've been doing. A slow sort of country, said the Queen. Now here, you see, it takes all the running you can do to keep staying in the same place. If you want to get somewhere else, you must run at least twice as fast as that. I think about this dialogue a lot, not in the context of bizarre Victorian-era novellas, but in the normal fact that many of us, unwittingly, are doing the exact same thing think about your professional life. How much of the time you spend working is getting you to where you'd like to be? How much of it is creating growth, opportunity, mastery? And how much is just running to stay in the same place? Stagnation is default. Kay Anders Ericsson's pioneering work on deliberate practice was celebrated in books like Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers and Jeffrey Coven's Talent is Overrated. A recurring theme in those popularizations is the idea that mastery takes hard work. 10,000 hours, as Gladwell puts it, is the requirement to succeed in a field. No way around it. Now, while the exact 10,000-hour figure is only an average, there's a subtler mistake in this account of mastery. That is, it assumes that putting in the hours is the main variable to control for success. Digging into the research, Erickson's work suggests almost the opposite. Hours alone don't mean very much. Most of us put in thousands of hours at our jobs, favorite hobbies and leisure activities, and yet for the vast majority of us, we never reach the level that could be described as a top performer or expert. The reason is simple. Most of that effort isn't going anywhere. We're just running to stay in the same place. The problem with being too busy. There's a pernicious logic to this. You're working hard to build the kind of career you'd like. Even if you're happy with your pay and surroundings, you want to have a legacy, a level of skill and craft that makes your work stand out. Yet, if we take the research seriously, virtually none of the time you spend working will help you reach this goal. Now, this isn't universally true. When you start working on a new task, position, or responsibility, there often is a steep line of improvement. However, once adequacy on core tasks has been reached, those skills often reach a level of automaticity and they lose the conscious deliberation that made growth possible. It is also not the case as some have imagined, that these plateaus represent insurmountable barriers to further increases in skill. Creating an opportunity for deliberate practice, such as by incentivizing higher levels of performance or by offering an opportunity to learn from better feedback, can often return one to the initial part of the growth phase. Interestingly, there's a lot of research about typists, for instance, that have been typing for many, many years, and they have a fixed level of words per minute give them a pay incentive to increase their performance and all of a sudden they start learning again which shows that by having incentives you can get out of these plateaus but getting out of the plateau won't just happen automatically running just to stay in the same spot is how most of us live our lives we're so inundated with responsibilities tasks emails requests and pressures that we live in frenzied stasis moving forward Moving forward is difficult. Getting better at what you do is against your natural urge to transform adequate skills into solidified habits. However, the benefits to getting better are worth the price as you improve your career capital increases. Applying that career capital wisely, you can use it to make choices about your professional life instead of having them be decided for you. That can be more prestige, money, status. It can also mean having more time for your family, travel, or freedom to choose your own projects. Career capital, which in most professions manifests itself at least partly as having rare and valuable skills, is like currency. You can spend it in different ways to suit your tastes, but ultimately, it's up to you to earn it. This was the motivation that started Cal and I onto researching and developing our course, Top Performer. We recognize that virtually everyone, without specific systems in place, eventually ends up running just to stay in the same place. In that realization, there's both a hope and a danger. The danger is that because this is the tendency, it requires a special kind of thinking to get away from it, to make constant growth of your career capital and spend it wisely to make your life better, not just more hectic. The hope, however, is that because such deliberate efforts are rare, there's a great potential here for those who know how to apply it. So how can you apply this? Well, I want you to consider the following homework assignment. First, think back over the last 24 hours. Try to remember all the things you did and list them out on a piece of paper. Two, ask which of these things are going to matter 10 years from now. Three, of those tasks that will matter in 10 years, which were directed at improving a specific aspect of a skill you have. This could be learning something new or consciously trying to get better at something you already know how to do. Doing a skill you already know how, without the conscious effort to improve, doesn't count. If you're like me, you maybe had only one or two tasks that met the third criteria. Maybe zero. Look, there's no reason to feel bad about that. The important thing to feel isn't guilt, but the sense of opportunity. If you could shift even an hour or two of your day onto deliberate practice of a skill that will matter 10 years from now, you can make dramatic changes to your professional life. The challenge of course is how to do this. Slipping back to simply doing the work instead of getting better at it is so easy and often the immediate pressures of daily life make it hard to get through the day, never mind focusing on improvement. Now the efforts that you make may start small, but over the time it can become larger as you have more flexibility from the career capital it provides. Now if you're interested in this topic, I highly recommend checking out my course that I teach with Cal Newport, Top Performer. You can go to www dot top hyphen performer hyphen course.com and we'll let you know as soon as we have new sessions thanks for listening to this episode more episodes like this can be found by searching for scott h young podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify soundcloud stitcher overcast and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone if you've enjoyed this episode please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it more of my work can be found on my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.